You're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your host, Sonny Hollywood Pooney. I'm a bad boy. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? She likes bad boys. She likes tough and mean. She likes bad boys. In their greasy jeans. She likes bad boys. She likes them long and lean. What's up, people? Hollywood here with another episode of Wild Hair. Women love them, and some guys just try too hard to be one. But it's going to be a lot of fun today because we are going to talk about all the bad boys out there. In April 2018, we released episode 39 called Girl Gone Bad, where we discussed the females who may have a tendency to get wild. Today, we're going to the male side of things and stick with the bad boy theme and talk songs, movies, etc. I had been thinking about doing this topic for a while now, And then a couple of folks on Twitter mentioned the idea, so I figured it's time to put it together. Also, these type of episodes normally end up being less talk, more music type of episodes, so you can get a bit of a break from hearing me and Steven going on and on and on about something stupid, which obviously we love to do. We all know that normally I'm right and Steven is wrong, but we will discuss that at a later date. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show. It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. For our Crank It Up Spotlight, we're going to go with the band Wet. We've talked about them many times before. The band is members of three different bands who got together to make up the acronym W-E-T. Robert Saul on keyboards and guitar from Work of Art, Eric Martinson on guitar, bass, and much more from Eclipse, and vocalist Jeff Scott Soto from Talisman. For the band's second album, they've also added drummer Robin Bach, and Magnus Henriksen, both from Eclipse. These three bands are all about melodic hard rock music, so that's what you hear on this entire album, and honestly, everything else that Wet does. Check out from 2013's Rise Up, a song called, what else? Bad Boy. Go 
You type bad boy in the search bar of Spotify and you will literally get the phone book. Let's start with a song that can be considered a bit risque. After their successful debut album, which included the top 20 hit Brass and Pocket, the Pretenders released an EP to keep the momentum going and then five months later released their second album called Pretenders 2. It was the final album by the original lineup because the following year, bassist Pete Frandon was let go and passed away in 1983 and guitarist James Honeyman Scott passed away in 1982. This second album has a few risque tunes. I'm not sure why because that's not exactly what the Pretenders are known for, but here we go from 1981's Pretenders 2, Chrissy Hine tells you why she believes bad boys get spanked.
We will go from risque to a band that was a little worried about being called out for being too literal, so they softened up the title a bit. Sweden's own Electric Boys are a band formed in 1987 that were active for about seven years, took a 15-year break, and then returned in 2009 and are still out there entertaining crowds. The band has only had six members since inception, but when this song was released, the band was Connie Bloom on lead vocals and guitar, Franco Centunion on guitar, Andy Crystal on bass, and Nicholas Sigaval on drums. In 1992, the Electric Boys released an album called Groovis Maximus, and I can only assume that the original name of one of the tracks was Bad Motherfucker. But someone talked them into changing the title. So here's a really cool song from that album called Bad Mother Funker. Okay, I don't mean to be hating on them, but it's hard for me to believe that Quiet Riot had a number one album in 1983. I figured it must have been some lucky timing, so I checked. When Quiet Riot's Metal Health went number one, the other top albums on the Billboard 200 on November 26, 1983 were, at number 10, Genesis, self-titled, 9, Color by Numbers by Culture Club, 8, Greatest Hits by Air Supply, 
7. What's New by Linda Ronstadt and the Nelson Riddle Orchestra. Wow. 6. Eyes That See in the Dark by Kenny Rogers. 5. An Innocent Man by Billy Joel. 4. Synchronicity by The Police. 3. Thriller by Michael Jackson. 2. Can't Slow Down by Lionel Richie. I'll let you make your own decision, but in my opinion, no way is Meadow Health better than Genesis, an innocent man, synchronicity, thriller, or can't slow down, not even for a second, let alone a whole damn week. Even Air Supply's greatest hits is 10 times better than Meadow Health. It could have been the MTV effect, but I also smell payola. I can smell it. It's in the air, and I smell it. It's, I sm Do you smell it? Because I smell it. All I smell is your bullshit. Anyways, nine months after reaching the top spot, Kevin, Carlos, Rudy, and Frankie released their second album called Condition Critical. It went top 20 on the Billboard 200, but it didn't even sniff the top spot. To me, neither of those first two albums are exactly perfect. Some definite hits, but some definite brutal misses. But here's a better, deeper track off Condition Critical called, well, what else? Bad Boy. <laughs>
please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. I love the Buddy Cop franchise movies. The Rush Hour franchise, the Beverly Hills Cop franchise, Men in Black, Lethal Weapon, etc. Even the Lethal Weapon TV show that ran for a little while a few years back was really good. But sticking with the theme, let's discuss the three Bad Boys movies with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2, and Bad Boys for Life. The first movie came out in 1995 and has a great storyline that's part drug bust, part revenge, clever interaction and banter between both Smith and Lawrence, and a super hot Tia Lagoni as the damsel in distress. Bad Boys 2 was released in 2003 with Smith and Lawrence investigating the flow of ecstasy into Miami. We now meet Lawrence's movie sister Gabrielle Union as an undercover agent working on the same case, and Jordi Moya playing the Mexican bad guy drug lord. By the way, Jordi makes a great bad guy. Bad Boys for Life was released in COVID-ridden 2020, so most folks watch this film on their personal TVs or computers versus hitting the theaters. The storyline this third movie revolves around Kate Del Castillo and Jacob Scipio, mother-son drug empire leaders that plan to get revenge against the folks that have wronged them, including Will Smith. All three movies are 100% worth the watch. Overall, they have excellent action, great comedy, great banter, and well-written storylines that keep you interested. I'll give you a warning, though. It doesn't happen often in these movies, but Smith and Lawrence aren't the best singers in the world. That's why rappers rap. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? You chuck it on that one, you chuck it on this one, you chuck it on your mother and you chuck it on your father, you chuck it on your brother and you chuck it on your sister, you chuck it on that one and you chuck it on me. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? I mentioned that Quiet Riot doesn't exactly have any perfect albums, but some would argue that the Scorpions, or as Klaus would say, the Scorpions, have one to maybe three, depending on how big a fan you are of the Scorpions. For most fans, 1980s Animal Magnetism, 1982's Blackout, and 1984's Love at First Sting all have a shot at their perfect album. For me, the perfect album is Love at First Sting. Obviously, we were around in the mid-80s, so the MTV videos really helped Scorpions get heard. All of the videos seem to have hot, barely-dressed rocker chicks that were more than enough to keep this 15-year-old teenager interested. Tell you what, that original album cover didn't hurt the album either. The album has nine amazing tracks, but sticking with the Bad Boys theme, we will go with the lead-off track. Here is Bad Boys Running Wild. <laughs>
Next, let's go with a song that will be the oldest song we will discuss today. I don't know a ton about Nazareth. Until I did some research for this episode, I didn't even know they were Scottish. And holy cow, Nazareth has 24 studio albums? There's no way I'm going to listen to all of that music. So if you happen to be a huge Nazareth fan, please send me a 10 to 12 song playlist that you think I should check out. All I really know by Nazareth is, Now you're with a son of a bitch. And that whole hair of the dog subtle meaning is kind of cool. Nazareth also released a song that fits within our theme today. So here, off of 1973's Razamanaz, a song not just called Bad Boy, but Bad Bad Boy. <laughs>
Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K.com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it. Taking a pause for the cause, I'd like to invite you to our Growing Up Rock Loud Minority Facebook group. Many times we do theme-typed episodes where we would like to get the listeners involved. This way you can get your voice heard without having to have a podcast of your own. It's a fun group of folks that keep the conversation non-toxic and many times introduce us to music that we've never heard before. Again, the Facebook group is called Growing Up Rock Loud Minority. Come join today. On episode 190, called Hollywood's Wild Hair, Same Title, Different Song, I played two songs with the same song title and asked you to choose your favorite. Let's do that now. And talking about bad boys... Bon Scott and guys from Motley Crue were some of the baddest boys in rock and metal. First, we'll go with the mighty ACDC. Although I grew up in the Brian Johnson era, the Bon Scott era is really my ACDC bang zone nowadays. Their song is from the classic album, Let There Be Rock. Second, we have the 80s bad boys, Motley Crue. I like Motley Crue overall, but I can only handle Vince's voice in short spurts. To be honest, my favorite crew record is 1994's self-titled release with John Karabi on vocals. Now, some of you are probably yelling at your car stereo or shaking your head vigorously right now. So, if you need to send some hate mail to calm yourself down, feel free to send your email to growinguprock at gmail.com. That's growinguprock at gmail.com. And we will give your email the absolute attention that it deserves. So now, here is the battle of same title, different song. First, we have ACDC off of 1977's Let There Be Rock. And second, we have Motley Crue off of 1987's Girls, 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 both with a song called Bad Boy Boogie.
over-fucking-well. What do you want for that, a junior G-man badge? So Vince is right. Bad is bad. And that Motley Crue song is pretty bad. I'm going with ACDC the whole way. Hopefully you will agree with me. Anna told me that Elaine said that I was one of the worst seeds she'd ever seen. Interesting. She doesn't care for you. Then a stern warning. Suddenly a phone call. (laughs) Seems Elaine's made you the bad boy. And Anna digs the bad boy. I'm the bad boy. (laughs) 
never been the bad boy. You've been the bad employee, the bad son, the bad friend. Yes. Yes, yes. The bad fiancé, the bad dinner guest, the bad credit risk. Okay, the point is made. The bad day, the bad sport, the bad citizen. All right. For you Whitesnake fans, you're probably wondering if we're going to spin the song Bad Boys from the 1987 album. Well, we are, but not the version you may be thinking of. As you may know, both David Coverdale and John Sykes wrote the song. About 17 years later, Sykes released a solo live album that was recorded in Japan. On that tour, John's setlist included a mix of Thin Lizzy, Blue Murder, Whitesnake, and some of his solo tunes. So here is Tommy Allridge on drums, Derek Sherinian on keys, Mark Mendoza on bass, and John Sykes on lead vocal and guitar from 2004's live album called Bad Boy Live. Here is their version of Bad Boys.
After almost 10 years on the club circuit, Twisted Sister finally released their first full album in 1982. I think Dee Snider really wanted to be seen as a rebel or bad boy with the anthemic type of songs that he was writing. The mid-80s really worked for Twisted Sister because they connected with all of us high school kids and MTV kept their videos in constant rotation. Dee ended up being the voice of our generation, showing how we felt as adolescents. Sticking with our bad boy theme, here is Twisted Sister off of 1982's Under the Blade with Bad Boys of Rock and Roll. I guess boys really wanted to be bad in 1982 because here's another one from the same year. Let's go with Switzerland's own Crocus. 
Forming in 1976, by the time 82 rolls around, they are already on their sixth studio album. Although Crocus has started out more like a progressive rock type band, by the time they get to this album, they're more of a ACDC type sound. At this point, Crocus is Mark Storace on lead vocals, Fernando Von Arb on guitar, Mark Kohler on guitar, Chris Van Roar on bass, and Freddie Steady on drums. Yes, that is not a made-up name. The drummer's name is really Freddie Steady. Here is the second track off of 1982's One Vice at a Time called Bad Boys Ragdolls. <laughs> Let's 
And why are you talking to me anyway? We're not a team. The show isn't me and you, it's me. I'm world-renowned! I love a good comedian, and have always loved Andrew Dice Clay. In the world we live in today, Dice's comedy routine would never fly. It didn't exactly bode well with most people in 1990 either. But Dice is Dice, and he does what he does. He is not only a filthy-mouthed comic, but he's also dabbled in acting, which honestly he did well in most of the roles over the years, and he dabbled in being a singer-slash-musician. Saying Dice is a singer is a huge stretch, but this song is fun. Check out Brooklyn Bad Boy, and yes, that is Dice on lead vocals. mentioned the metal great white before metal great white is great white you heard on the first two albums they had a hint of the blues-based rock they would later become known for but in the early 80s still had this feel of a new wave of british heavy metal vibe great white ended up having quite a bit of success in the late 80s and early 90s but they couldn't give away their first couple of albums i'm not sure if the great white of today with mitch malloy at the helm can pull off this type of song but check out this deep cut from the first Great White album released in 1984 called, what else? Bad Boys. (laughs) 
It's time for your Historic Moment on Growing Up Rock. For the Historic Moment, in 1995, Ace Fraley and Peter Chris decided to go on tour together. They called the tour the Bad Boys Tour. They played several dates in 1995 with Peter basically playing the support spot of the gig and Ace headlining. The band for Peter was Peter on drums and lead vocals, Mark Montague on bass, Jason Ebbs on guitar, and I think he did some lead vocals too, and Mike McLaughlin on lead guitar. Here's an example of Peter's set list during the tour. This is from November 17, 1995 in Nashville. Down with the Sun, 100,000 Years, Show Me, You're Crazy, My Reality, Knockin', Strutter, No Evil, Bad Attitude, Black Diamond, Dirty Livin', Harlock Woman, Beth. Basically half of the set we know the songs, and the other half we don't care about. Ace's band at the time had Richie Scarlet, but I'm not sure who were on bass and drums because I didn't see this tour. The set list on that same show in Nashville on November 17, 1995 for Ace was Watching You, Shock Me, He Did a Medley That Had Insane, Trouble Walking, Rock Soldiers, and Speeding Back to My Baby. Then Peter would join on stage and do lead vocals on Strange Ways, Nothing to Lose, Rock and Roll All Night. Then Peter would leave and Ace would finish up the night with Cold Gin, Making Love, Love Her All I Can, Sister, New York Groove, Too Young to Die, Rocket Ride, Love Gun, She, Parasite, Detroit Rock City, 2000 Man, and Deuce. The Peter set list was what it was, but the A set list is awesome. Although there was no officially released audio of this tour, there are tons of bootlegs out there that you can get. Also, a bunch of the gigs are on YouTube if you want to check them out. I'll warn you, they are not exactly professional recordings. Getting to the song I want to spin for you, I was going to go with Peter Chris's song, Bad Boy, but I don't really like that song, so I figured I'd go with a song on Ace's Bad Boy Tour set list and really like both Fraley's Comets albums. So, off of 1988's Second Sighting, here's a great song called Insane.
There you go. Another wild hair in the books. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, leave a review, then go to Podchaser and rate and review there. It really helps us out. Also support all the artists you love via their websites if possible. Sometimes you can get some pretty cool personalized stuff and you know the money goes directly to them versus the record company. Also, as always, I want to give my partner in crime a big shout out. Stephen Michael, you are the man. Thanks for choosing me to be part of your podcast dream. As per the growing up rock tradition, I'm going to shuffle, rattle, and roll us out of here. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.